Hi there, this is Ella Starr with your Key Races and Bets podcast for Saturday, October 8, 2022. It's opening week at Keeneland and there are some great races, 14 I think, Breeders' Cup winner in races this weekend. We're going to cover a few of these here, but it is a fantastic weekend to wager across the country. This Key Races and Bets podcast, as well as the Key Races and Bets blog, which is the written version, both brought to you by Amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com. Amwager.com, a great legal online wagering website with betting tools and perks for the better. Amwager.com is legal for residents of most states and covers most tracks in North America as well as many around the world. Check it out, Amwager.com. You can get the Key Races Bet blog at Amwager.com by clicking on How to Bet and Stars blog. We're going to start with one of three races on the great opening Saturday card for the fall meet at Keeneland. And this is race seven, the Thoroughbred Club of America Stakes, post 410 Eastern. And there are two horses that stick out here, one more that can win, and one that's a nice horse to use in exotics. One of the two that can win is Slammed, who's won eight of 11, the first nine in New Mexico. Most of those were stakes races. To determine how good she really is, trainer Fincher sent her to Delmar this summer and found out as she won on July 28th by five lengths in a very strong field, then finished second, beating just a half length in the Rancho Bernardo Handicap at the end of August. Since coming to Kentucky last month, Slammed has worked very well, and one of those works was in company with top horse in the Fincher Barn, Senor Buscador, a male, who won the ACAC Stakes last week to punch his ticket to the Breeders' Cup Dirt Mile. Slams 105 and 97 Equibase figures earned in her last two starts tell us she belongs with the best Philly Mare's parents in the U.S. and she has every right to win. Palm Cottage came back from eight months off and in the care of good trainer Lobo moved to the good, tra- good trainer Lobo's care in July and has won both starts since, improving to a 103 figure last month at Saratoga. She has the top early speed in the field and has a big shot to successfully play come catch me and win if, and that's a big if, slammed, can't stay close enough to her in the early stages. One of the other horses to look at is Sconson. She's just $14,000 shy of a million dollars in career earnings and Sconson is capable on her best day of winning a race like this. Bell's the one who beat her in her two straight recently is not in this race, so Sconson has a shot as well. And for exacta tickets, we have to include Club Car in second. She loves to finish second. Four times this year in five races, 13 and 28 overall. In the Thoroughbred Club of America Stakes, race 7, Keeneland, Saturday, October 8th, post 410 Eastern. I'm looking at Slammed and or Pond Cottage at 9 to 5 or more. I will absolutely bet them both if we get 9 to 5 or more. If not, I'll either bet the one with the highest ratio above 9 to 5 or whichever one is above 9 to 5. And when betting with two or more horses to win, we should always try and dutch the bet, which means prorate the wagers among two horses based on the odds to get a mathematical edge that way. Amwager has a free and easy-to-use dutching tool where you can set the amount you want to bet or the amount you want to win. And the math is done for you. This is just one of many tools and perks available for free at Amwager.com. For the exactas, I want to play two exactas here. The first is going to be Slammed and Palm Cottage over Slam Palm Cottage and Sconson. And the second is going to be Slammed and Palm Cottage over Slammed Palm Cottage, Sconson, and Club Car. We're going to skip a race and go to race nine. This is the Claiborne Breeders Futurity. 
race 9 at Keeneland on Saturday, October 8th. This is opposed to 514 Eastern. And there are probably three, maybe four sets of uncoupled entries in this race, but I'm going to concentrate on three of them. One from the Pletcher Barn, one from the Cox Barn, one from the McPeak Barn, all trying to get a spot in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile next month at Keeneland. But we got to start with the higher odds of the Pletcher pair, Lost Ark, who opens at 6-1, to one, which I think is way out of line. Lost Ark is the one I'll talk about first because of how impressive his win was in the Sapling Stakes on August 27th, a two-turn race like this one. That gives him an edge over some of these who have never run two turns. Most of these lack two-turn experience, so coming off that seven-length win with the pedigree, it tells us he'll continue to run well at existences. Lost Ark has to get slight preference. His dam produced multiple winners, Idle and Nest, and his sire's violence has been producing a lot of stakes winners. He's two for two, and he's improving as well. Forte is the other Pletcher starter. He won the hopeful a one-turn race at Seven Furlongs at Saratoga last month. It certainly was a big effort, and he's by the same sire of violence as Lost Ark, so he should run well at two turns, but he's not done so yet. Opening at 3-1 to one compared to 6-1, to one, he's not a good win back compared to Lost Ark, but we must use him on any exacto tickets, pick threes, pick fours, etc. We play involving this race. Now moving to the Cox entry. Loggins is my preferred part of the Brad Cox on a couple of entries. as he ran the fastest in the field by far in his one and only race. That 108 Equibase speed figure is virtually unheard of for a two-year-old at this time of the year. He won by eight lengths, and he too is bred to run as well or better around two turns, but he's yet to do so. He put in a very strong half-mile workout since race, and Cox has won a lot of important two races the past few years, including the 2020 Breeders' Futurity with Essential Quality. We know what a good three-year-old that one was. Instant Coffee is the other Cox starter. He won his only start last month in New York, showing a lot of maturity, relaxing in sixth, then powering by the field. He worked exactly in company with the same time with Loggins on October 1st, and Luis Saez gets on for the first time, having won one-third of the time when Saez rides for Cox the past two years. Instant Coffee opens at 5-1 to one compared to 4-1 to one for Loggins, but I think Loggins has a higher probability to win, so his minimum odds, which we'll talk about later, for a win bet are going to be below, and therefore... He may be an acceptable overlay where instant coffee may not. Then we get to the McPeak pair of Frosted, Departure, and Hone. Both come from the bar, barn of McPeak, who is very strong with two-year-olds this time of year, having won this race last year with Rattle and Roll, and having won a place with a number of horses in the past few years in this race and the Friday feature for two-year-olds, the Darley Alcibiades Stakes. Frosted Departure gets the ground-saving rail off a visually impressive nine-length win as a potential star stamped all over him, while Honed is one of the few with positive tutoring experience, having finished fast from ninth and last to get second in the similar Iroquois stakes last month. Honed is even going to run even better in his second route and could post the upset, but Frosted Departure also has a lot of talent. They open at 10-1 to and 12-1, to and considering McPeak's record in these races cannot be overlooked. So the way I plan to bet the race when considering win bets, we should base our wages on what the public does in this kind of race when it's so wide open. In terms of taking a contrarian stance and betting one, two, or maybe even three of the horses above or at good odds to make up for both the wide open nature of the race and the public's errors in judgment. And here's the guide I'm going to use to determine which win bets to make. First of all, I'm going to bet Lost Ark at five to two or more. I'm also going to look to see if Loggins is 3-1 to one or more, and I will bet him as well, probably a little bit less. And then as far as Frosted Departure and Hone, I'm not going to be kicking myself later because they go off at double digits, and I'll be betting Frosted Departure and Hone at 7-2 or more. And because of that, this is absolutely another race in which the Dutchie Tool at Amwager 
is really useful because it will prorate the bets based on those odds. So I might bet Lost Ark to win no matter what, and then between Loggins, Frost Departure, and Hone, I might use the Dutching tool. It's just a great race to use the Dutching tool and maximize profit when there's so many opportunities. We're going to skip a couple races and go to race 11 in Keeneland. This is post time 618 Eastern on Saturday, October 8th. And although this is a maiden race, I chose it because of what I consider to be a ridiculous, ridiculously high 5-1 to one morning line on a standout or at least a horse with a significant edge among three horses that have the bulk of the probability to win. And that horse is the show with Joy. He's absolutely the one to beat based in this maiden race and he would not be opening at 5-1 to one were it not for the fact that his only race was on turf. In that September 3rd race, he was 9th of 11 and very far back early it was beaten inches on the wire. He's been gelded since, adds blinkers for a really good trainer in Mori who wins about 25% of the time, second time out in maiden races. Totalma rides him back, and most important, the 96 Echo Bay Speed figure, which it doesn't matter turf or dirt, it compares horses' times normalizing for surfaces and distances. That 96 Echo Bay Speed figure, which is one of the top in the field, is also likely to be improved upon. So as only the two horses are in that range, he has a big shot to succeed. One of those two is Kate Trafalgar, who ran as fast as the Soba Joy in his debut in March, went second with a 96 figure in a sprint like this one. He stretched out to two turns and ran evenly be third with a 91 figure. He's been off six months, and... As he showed he could fire fresh, even if he just repeats that debut with a 96, he might win this race. Rewire has won run three times to date, finishing second twice and third once. His best came last December, 10 months ago, and second to a horse who won right back with a 92 figure. Brad Cox does really good with horses coming off long layoffs like this. And considering Rewire finished second in his debut in a similar sprint last September, we can expect him to fire with a big shot off the bench. Two more to look at here are Old Point's first time starter from the Pletcher Barn. Although it is of slight concern, he's been in training for a long time. He has excellent breeding. And then a long shot in Manjid. He was only beaten two lengths, though sixth is his only start, and has had some traffic trouble in that race. Opening at 20 to 1, we might be kicking ourselves late if we didn't bet a couple dollars to win on him to win or win place in the show. In the 11th at Keeneland, post 618 on Saturday, October 8th. First, I'm going to look at Neshoba's Joy at 2 to 1, absolutely a low odds overlay win bet for me. And I'm going to make a $2 token win place, win and place bet, maybe win place in the show, depending on the odds, on Manjid. For the exactas, the first exacta is going to be Neshoba's Joy over Cape Trafalgar, Rewire, Old Point, and Manjid. And then for half as much, so let's just say I bet that first exacta for 10 bucks, I'll bet half as much, $5 exacta reverse which is going to be Cape Trafalgar, Rewire, Old Point, and Majin over Neshoba's Joy. Don't forget, you can get this exact same, the exact same selections here, but in the written version in the Key Races and Bets blog, which is totally free at amwager.com, A-M-W-A-G-E-R.com, by going there and clicking on How to Bet and Stars blog. If you're not a member, please look around. It's free. It's legal for people in most states. It covers most tracks around the world and in the U.S. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week.